Just in case our name Clit Talk wasn't a disclaimer enough, we wanted to let you know that this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So if you have any little ones in the room, now is the time to maybe put some earmuffs on or escort them out. In today's episode of Clit Talk, we discuss the Holy Trinity, not the one you're thinking of, pussy pride, and the magic antidote for your anxiety. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk, talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. Welcome to Clit Talk, the pleasure-positive podcast where badass women discuss everything from orgasms to gender harmony to the health benefits of masturbation, the sex that you wish you got, and then some. This first season of Clit Talk is inspired by Regina Thomas Shower, creatrix of the School of Womanly Arts, leader of the Pleasure Revolution, and author of her New York Times bestselling book, Pussy, A Reclamation. So... We got all our girls in the studio today. What, what? So today we're talking about reclaiming your radiance in a moment-to-moment way. So the question that we're exploring is how do you lift yourself up when you're not 100%? In Regina's book, Pussy, a Reclamation, there is a technology that she uses called the Holy Trinity, which is simply stating brags gratitudes, and desires on a daily basis and sharing them with other women and people in your life. So brags, this has been a hot topic in this room because it's a tr- it was, it's been a really triggering thing. Like my mom always told me not to brag, that no one would be my friend, that they'd be jealous. And when we first started going around doing brags about something as part of this Holy Trinity practice— I started crying because it it just went against everything I'd ever been taught. And I realized that I'd been so conditioned to keep my accomplishments to myself. And that bragging was actually really hard. And it was moving to share like what I was proud of. So let's talk about brags, ladies. Is there anyone who finds bragging about themselves to be extremely difficult? I definitely do. Something that I think when I was younger, I just learned the hard way that people didn't like it and like it would just be the whiplash of bragging and would be criticism there. So you just don't do it. Yeah. It's like really hard for me. Like I'm so uncomfortable even like I was having so much fun two minutes ago. And then we started talking about brag. I get so upset every time we talk about bragging, which is ironic because I'm a performer. <laughs> like sort of my profession is bragging. Like I'm on stage and for me to sit here and tell you guys how awesome I am. I'm like, honestly, I'm almost like angry. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking do it. How many times did we hear in elementary school? Oh, my God. She's so conceited. Mm. Oh, totally. Yeah. She thinks she's amazing just because she can sing or do this well or blah, blah, blah. Like, like knocking you down. Well, and also, like, you, I noticed for myself, like, as, as an entrepreneur, like, you have to sell yourself. And I surround myself with other entrepreneurs. And I know some people drive me crazy about how much they talk and brag about themselves. But I think there's a balance. I think there's a balance that you can have where it's you do it a little, but then let the actions speak for themselves because it is a turnoff, I think. It still lands that way for me, I should say. I don't think it does for everybody, but it's exactly it. And like what you're saying about the elementary school, it's ingrained in us so young, too. 
like to not, it's well, not okay. And what would it be like, like just to challenge you, Crystal, like what would it be like if we lived in a world where bragging wasn't annoying or, you know, triggering and like people were free to just be and like, li- like, you know, like I hear that you're saying a balance and I think that's in the current paradigm that we like that society's currently in. Oh, I had a friend world, recently yeah. and he's like, oh yeah, it sucks when you start making shit tons of money because you can't talk about it. Everyone just judges you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I mean, and the guy's like boatloads of money. I, I get it. I feel like intention is really behind it. Mm-hmm. The word itself can be a turn off. The word brag can be a turn off. But in actuality, what we're just talking about is something that brings us joy. And I think when someone talks about an accomplishment in their life, uh, separate from their ego, of saying, look, I'm better than everybody else, then it becomes like a turnoff. I don't really want to hear it, and you, you, your ears go deaf. But when somebody's saying it because you were in that fight with them, they, they really recognize that you were with that struggle to get to that accomplishment, and they start telling you about it, you feel like you had that accomplishment too, and that's when I think a brag has so much power. That's a really good point, and there's sometimes when people do it out of insecurity, and that's when it's really a turnoff too. I just started reading a book called uh, You're a Badass at Making Money. Um, oh, I've been wanting to read that. And there's like a, there's a section in there where she, she um, well, I'm audiobooking it right now. Um, but she, she talks about how sex and money are the things that people don't talk about. We don't talk about. Um, so I think that also goes along with speaking highly of your accomplishments. People just don't talk about that it's it's taboo to to really speak into the things that you you've accomplished and to really get present to that and share it with other people on the flip side of that like I love when somebody sort of acknowledges me like without me having to ask for it like like there's the five love languages right like my love language is definitely words of affirmation so if you acknowledge me for something or you tell me how great I am I will literally like I'm like I will melt. I will do anything for you. You are so beautiful, Lindsay. See, no, I'm like really you. works on me. <laughs> Lindsay, you have such a beautiful pussy. She's all gooey and now. supple nipples. Your voice <laughs> is so incredible. I was I was hearing our theme song over and over and over again this morning, just loving the sound of your voice in my head. Okay, see, like I want to cry now. Like I'm serious. <laughs> like it's like oh my god. Like I and to like actually let that in. Like it takes something. Because, like, I know you guys are, like, half kidding, but you're also, like, being serious. See, I can't even, like, be with it. You're being serious. Like, and women, I think, are so like that, right? On the flip side, I think it's really easy to brag about things that are terrible that are going on. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I really, like, I didn't make any money this week. (laughs) Oh, man. I suck at this. Or, you know, like, that's, I think it's something that uh, we tend to pride ourselves on which it really doesn't make any sense right in the, the badge of honor i can easily brag about things like oh my god isn't this dress so good i got it for 29.99 <laughs> i got it at ross <laughs> i do brag about that when i get a good deal on something like i'm wearing something that's really nice and this girl comes up to me and just like with the look in her eye that she wants and i was like but i got it on sale like 50 percent off <laughs> right. mm-hmm. I don't 
know. What is that? Like, yeah, it's because we want to let them know. At least I think it's because we want to let them know it's available to them too. That we're not better than them in any way. Mm, that they can have it if they want it. You know, the the money conversation is interesting because I struggled from paycheck to paycheck. I left my ha- home early when I was 16. And so I just really, you know, lived in the school of hard knocks for a long, long time. And one of my close girlfriends came from a rich family and she was charging like a lot per hour for the work that she was doing. And she told me about it. Like, oh yeah, I'm charging this and now I'm charging that. And I was like, whoa, I can't believe she's sharing this with me, but it inspired me. And I was like, oh, that's where I'm going. That's my gold standard. I'm going there. And so then when I started making that kind of money, I started sharing it with my girlfriends with the intention that they would then get inspired and realize, okay, yeah, this is just something we do. Like making this kind of money is not outside of our uh, abilities. And I think that's the power of bragging is that you can inspire other women to kind of get out of this small um, conscious conversation that I know that I have with myself because yeah, when other women have shared with me, like their hourly rates or like where they, how they take time for themselves or where they get their nails done that I'm like admiring. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can do that. I like see that it's possible for myself. So that's why I think bragging is as hard as it is or whatever society has put on us that it makes it hard is so valuable in expanding how women value themselves and each other. It's connected to gratitude, too, Mm -hmm. that maybe we're not noticing some of the accomplishments because we're not as grateful as we can be for them. That's well, a super valid point. It actually. really is. And I think that's why the Holy Trinity, like this isn't just a conversation about brags. This is brags, gratitudes, and desires. Mm-hmm. So sharing sharing the three. So um, I do want to talk about though, like my husband has no problem going out and selling himself. Like he is the best networker ever. And he gets job after job after job and his pay keeps going up and up and up. And I like also work in entertainment and- I have the hardest time selling myself or talking about my accomplishments to really like forward my career. And do you guys find that men are have have it easier to share like what their accomplishment? There's a proven um, perspective. Like men and women are different in biology. Men are able to sell themselves before they've actually hit that point easier than women. So men are able to fake it till they make it. Yeah. Women want to know they can do it and then do it. And it's part of why we have the, the pay gap as well is part of that. So that makes me remember this time that I went to an all woman's uh, political event to try to figure out why we don't have enough women in leadership roles within our government. And one of the statistics that they had with all these different panels, and they were, you know, different congresswomen and different people, what, what they were able to figure out is that when it was time to apply for a position of power within the government, they would have a list of criteria. And maybe women would look at this list of 20 things and say, well, I've got about six of those experiences. I don't know if I can do this. But a man will look at that list and say, I've got five of those. I'm running. So this is a really interesting, um, you know, scientific biology thing. Yeah, scientific studies of how women see things and when they take those opportunities on, as opposed to how easily men can take those opportunities on. Mm -hmm. Well, as it's a skilled, it's a practice as well. So it's like as an entrepreneur, like I know when I first was doing it, 
I was terrible at networking and now it's like I can do it anywhere. But I feel like your friends also get sick of you. <laughs> like you're always talking about yourself in business for me anyway. So it's like then going back to finding that balance. Well, wait, have you actually had your friends tell you that they're sick of hearing you talk about yourself? Um, I've had a couple that have actually been like, like, do you really have to talk about business while we're out right now? Like, oh, and- so it's not just about, it's not about yourself. It's about business. Yeah. I'm just wondering, just try, just looking to make the distinction of, are we really getting criticized for talking about ourselves or talking well about ourselves? Are we getting criticized for something else, you know, which is like, oh, do we have to talk about business while we're having a good time together at night? You know what I mean? In a way, I was hearing in what you were saying, how you like you associate business and what you do with who you are. And that's kind of, I think, where um, Eve was asking you about, you know, whether you thought that, you know, that she was actually saying, like, don't talk about yourself versus don't talk about business. We we tend to associate what we do um, as who we are. And it's a little... Mm -hmm doesn't really work <laughs> yeah, and, and our worth right like yeah. what, like our, what, our what value I, like the worth our is value the and it's like and not. we're expected to you know match you know sometimes I have the experience of the expectation of matching or coming close to my partner financially and like managing all the stuff that a wife is supposed to manage right as well and and you're supposed to just be happy about it mm-hmm Sugar, you look like you're in deep thought. What do you think on this topic? There's an element of of bragging when you're networking, but but bragging as a daily practice when we're not networking. And the intention is to really get present to our power as women um, and having other women around us get present to their power. We're not networking. We're utilizing bragging as a way to really love ourselves and get present to who the fuck we are. And for me, I always find it's, it's hard for me to come up with a brag because my standard of what is a, well, is that worth bragging? Mm-hmm. Right? Because right. my own standard is um, maybe set at a particular place. So sugar, I'm going to put you on the spot. Mm. Can you brag? What's your brag for today? <laughs> um... I had sex five times this week and I orgasmed every single fucking time. I came all over my bed. So good. And now you're ready to learn to squirt. I'm ready. Who's going to teach me? (laughs) You know, um, just I I need to put this in there. Ikea sells um, mattress covers that are um, specifically for uh, when your bed gets wet, it protects the the mattress. So I <laughs> highly recommend in cases of five times a week, you want to yeah. <laughs> make sure that you can still sleep. Yeah, I've had those for years. Without a wet spot. Yeah, I've had that. We call it the pee-pee pad in my house. goes underneath the fitted sheet. Yeah, for bed Maybe letters. we should make one called a pussy pad. Well, I'd like to brag that um, I've been eating mostly organic for for a long time now. And... My pussy tastes so good. How do you know? Have you never She's tasted your own check. pussy juice before? No. Yeah, you in your entire life? Really? You do? Yeah, you <laughs> gotta taste it regularly like so you know what he's never it. done. That. Well, how you how you gonna have him taste your pussy if if you don't want to know what it tastes like? 
I mean, I, you kind I of didn't wipe his mouth. Just trust I it. Wet, wet, <laughs> I yeah. A water wipe next to the bed. I really don't like it when someone goes down on me and then they have like a wet glazed donut kind of face and then kisses me. I don't like that either. That's not my thing. And at the same time, like I found out really early on how my pussy tasted. Like probably in my early, like yeah. as a tweener. I'll I'll like have sex and then taste the dick and taste my pussy on his dick. Be like, you like that? You like me eating my own pussy juices off your dick? Yeah, like th- this morning at 4 a.m. when I was having sex, uh, I had him pull out and come in my mouth. Ugh, see, I hate all of this. <laughs> <laughs> what what don't you don't like? I, I want to know what, you, what don't you like about I this? I used to not like getting eaten out at all until like a couple months ago. I like wouldn't let anyone do it because I don't like it. Okay, this is my, my challenge for you, Katie. Yeah. I want you to taste your pussy, and then you, you can come and share with us how the experience was on our next episode. Fuck that shit. Taste it right now. Taste it right taste now. It right now. Yeah. Taste Perfect. it right now. Reach up under that. So this. Katie, just just for our listeners out there, Katie is wearing the most gorgeous vintage kimono right now, yeah. and she has very easy access. To you, taste girls. her pussy. Juice <laughs> I have to do what you on want air. to do, girl. She's going for it. She's going for it. I really don't want she has a really sad, whiny face. She's breaking her own barrier. She smelled it. She tasted it. I guess it's not as bad. <laughs> what did it taste like? What does it taste like, Katie? Like nothing. I don't know. I think it smells worse than it tastes. What does it smell like? You are courageous. Smell. What does it smell like? Trash. <gasps> wow. Do you drink coffee? No. Huh. I wonder why it smells like trash. It smells well, like- probably doesn't. She just associates it with that for herself. Uh, Katie just put her finger in front of Lindsay's <laughs> nose. Not, so it Lindsay does not could smell judge. like trash. It smells like bodily fluids. It smells like a hospital to me. Oh, says Nurse Katie. Like, I don't like. That. I get that. I actually, I, I actually get that as a nurse and someone who's worked with human bodies and associating that smell with. You that. know, they they have a lot of good lubes out that have flavor in it. Mm. That's you know. I mean, normally you can when always I try too. when I am gonna get eaten out now, like I'll do a water wipe with lavender oil on it. Does your man like that? Ethan fucking loves it. It's me. Like, he thinks I taste great. And, like, he, like, begs to go down on me. And I'm usually a no. What? Girl. Spread eagle. Since I want to go down here, I'm like, okay, let's go right now. I'm like, no, not right now. Like, can we just do, like, a quick missed out on many, many years of great (laughs) uh, face-sitting time. Face-sitting. You got to catch up. Catch up. Okay. All right, so let's move on. <laughs> so the, um, I'm grateful for you all. And this, that's the second part of the Holy Trinity because I know that I've resisted conversations here before and then I'm happy about it like a month later. So um, well, you just tasted your pussy. That's I did. courage, girl. Yeah. I'm oh, I'm yeah. down to play. I'm down to play. Um so gratitudes is the second part of the Holy Trinity. So we want to talk about what we're most grateful for when it comes to our pussy. And I will say that I am grateful that my husband thinks my pussy is on point. So I just have to get used to it myself. I am grateful that my pussy's really cute. Like everything's like my lips are like plump 
and like the hair is like there's not a lot of hair down there and she's really a nice pink color and she's cute like everything's like you know tucked in and like all cute you know little clit like she's cute and I'm grateful that my pussy always tells me what she wants she has a pretty loud voice um and so I'm super grateful for that I'm grateful that my pussy's made of magic um good one it really is it really is my pussy has brought me many 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 uh lucky lucky things in life and um i'm grateful for having a pussy that i can really connect to and manifest and create things with well shit you had to get all metaphysical on us i want i want to say what she said i like that better yeah But it's also my pussy's like also that. cute too. It's also cute and you know nice. Wait, so you're saying your pussy is cute and magical? And magical. Is it like a pussy unicorn? <laughs> I, I've got a Plastic pussy pussy, pussy decacorn, as Kanye would say. What's <laughs> a decacorn? It's just more than one. Okay. <laughs> it's like oh. many, many. <laughs> I have so many things to be grateful for when it comes to my pussy. Of course, I have to say first and foremost. I'm so happy that it helped me deliver two quite wonderful daughters. That's a big one. And that it stayed intact. And that, you know, maybe sometimes I may not take care of her the way I should, really think about her or maybe even protect her, but I really do feel like she's always had my back. You know, and that that's that, that's really you know, because it has to do with health and pleasure and love and intimacy and all those things that she helps me connect to. So, yeah, there's just so much, really, if I really think about it. Holist. Eve, you're crying. What are you present to right now? Just, I don't know. It's kind of hilarious. But when when Tamako said she's always had my back, it just struck such a chord in me. Like, yeah, she always has had my back and I haven't always had hers, you know? Yeah. Well, I think it just goes to being a woman. Like, I'm trying to figure out what to brag about here about my pussy because I don't want to brag, but we should. Yeah, it's good. And it's that landed for me too, what Tamako said. And it's like, no, I, I just love being a woman. Like, that's just a blessing and beautiful and that involves also having a pussy. And, like, I love my pussy. It's great. But I'm getting more connected to it as time goes on, too. That's interesting because when you guys asked this question, my initial thought was, like, I'm not really that grateful because uh, I wish I had a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so what can I be grateful for if I wish I had a cock? And then hearing all of your answers, um, yeah, I'm just so grateful for um, the guidance she's provided the pleasure she gives me how gorgeous she is she's got it going on down there mm-hmm. i'm really grateful because she's been a great judge of like where of well first of all my pain threshold with a back injury like since then i've she really helps me gauge like where my stress level is at and now that i've like really tapped into her power like i she helps me relax. Like my anxiety is is more manageable because of her. I have to agree with that. Mm. 
yeah, pussy can transform the way that you think and feel about yourself and whatever's going on in your situation. So I recommend uh, connecting with your pussy on a daily basis. Mm. And so that was beautiful. That's the second piece of the Holy Trinity is gratitude. And then the third one is desires. So what does your pussy really want? If you could give her a voice, what does your pussy want right now? That's so tough. You know, personal desires. When it comes to just me personally. Mm-hmm. It's just me. Not like as a collective or as a family or as friends, but just me. And it's so kind of telling, you know. That, that I would have such trouble with the desires. And I remember I was reading something from Mama Gina, and she said, desires aren't a to-do list. Desires are what propels you. And when I started to think about it that way, it's not like a to-do, like I have to make this desire or goal happen. You know, we use different terms, but I have to make this desire happen. But it's not that you got to make it happen. It's about establishing what that desire truly is in your truth and then finding the inspiration to go for it. And that's the fun in it, to go for it. Maybe at the end of the day, we don't know how that desire turns out, but the process, if you can be in a state of joy based on this desire that you've created, that to me is really about pussy power. Girl, you always got diamonds coming out of your mouth. I know. (laughs) I love what you shared about from Regina about how it's something that propels you, you know, it propels my desire, propels me to, to do the things that I do. And when I, when you asked the question, Katie, the first thing that came to mind is what my pussy wants, what my pussy desires is for mother earth to be truly honored by all people. I just want to be living my best life. You know, I want to be living my best life. And what that looks like is in order for me to contribute to the world at the rate that I'm committed to, I got to have things in line. I've got to be managing the baseline of what needs to be taken care of my health, my wealth, my happiness, so that I can then be a conduit to make a contribution to people. And really what my pussy wants is for everybody to follow their dreams. For everyone to realize that it's not about taking your impossible dream and changing it. But it's about recognizing that anything is possible and to adjusting your actions. Because everyone's dream is different and there's no reason why every single person on this earth can't have their dream actually be their life. And that's like what I want to accomplish as a singer and what I feel like I'm here to do. Sing it. To dream the impossible dream. You know what's so funny about that? My dad is a singer, and that was his like star role in Man of La Mancha, and he, oh, that was his whoa. song. So you I just know that he always. Song. Oh, I know that song. He used to sing that as a lullaby to me when I was a baby. Cool. So maybe that has something to I do love with that it. Song too. Yeah, we should get him on and have him sing it. <laughs> to dream the impossible dream, to fight the unbeatable foe. To live without bearable sorrow, to run where the brave dare not go. This is my quest, to follow that star, no matter how hopeless, no matter how far. Beautiful. <laughs> Goosebumps in the studio. <laughs> Goosebumps and teary eyes. I was surprised that she didn't take it to uh, a pussy theme. 
<laughs> I was thinking that. It was so I was beautiful. Gonna do, I was I'm gonna... so happy that you sang it all the way through. It was gorgeous. I knew you wouldn't because your daddy sang that song. Well, and you don't need to pussify that song. That song is already pussified. I sang it to my mom yeah. in the last hours of her life. Wow. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Oh. Wow. Mm. There's like all these teary eyes. We just went deep. <laughs> we just went deep. DP up in the studio. <laughs> That's this is what's so great, connected. right? About having this conversation with women. Like the the three things, like we kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper as we started with brags. We went to gratitudes and then to desires. And it really just creates like a really beautiful connection between everyone a holy trinity a holy trinity that's that's the holy trinity so that's that's pussies connecting yeah 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 and what i'm really present to is like at the beginning of this episode there was i was did not want to say a brag and now i actually got what the brag is like that my pussy has kept me in alignment with what i'm committed to like my whole life she has never let me stray too far from the path thanks for the holy trinity regina So thank you, everybody, so much for listening to this week's episode. We want to hear your brags, your gratitude, and your desires. So be sure to head on over, comment on our blog, and our Instagram. Pussy. 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 Thank you, pussy. Get your pussy on the floor tonight. Make my day with a brag, some baby gratitude. Get your pussy on the floor tonight. Don't forget desires. Yeah. (laughs) Did you just love this episode of Clit Talk? Well, shit, then you better head on over to iTunes and subscribe. But only if you want amazing orgasms. Also, while you're over there, please rate us and leave a review. But again, only if we're open to incredible sex and amazing relationships. And if you email us a screenshot of your review to clittalkcontest at gmail.com, you will be automatically entered to win a $100 Amazon gift card. We can't wait to give you some free shit.